0: Welcome to Health Rants. Join us and learn how not to let healthcare rip you off or kill you. Together we will explore the secrets of healthcare and give you insight on how to make a better and informed decision about your health and your health care. I'm Dr. Bob Braille. I'm a chiropractor for over 40 years, and I've seen it and heard it all. So welcome to our podcast, Health Rants. Hi and welcome to Health Rants. This is Dr. Bob Braille. I'm bringing you another episode here and I've got a very special guest today. He is a friend of mine for a number of years, practiced originally in Manhattan on Madison Avenue. Uh, Now he is practicing up in Pleasantville, New York. He is a 1980 graduate of the New York Chiropractic College, which is my alumni He was the legislative advisor to the New York Chiropractic Council, also a member of the legislative committee of the International Chiropractors Association. He received the Beacon Award, naming him Chiropractor of the Year in 1997 and 98. Received the Crystal Heart Award from Dr. Oz at the Help Corps Gala in 2015. In fact, I've actually seen the video of him getting that award was appointed as co-chairman to Health Corps' advisory board by Dr. Oz, practices in his home, now it's a home office practice, I understand, and he has been on numerous TV shows, uh, Women's Day television with Phyllis George, as well as a number of times on Mm -hmm. the Dr. Oz show, and I'm gonna ask him about that in a minute, so I wanna welcome to the podcast uh, Dr. Michael Smat. Welcome, Dr. Michael Smat.
1: Welcome, thank you for having me, doctor.
0: You know, uh, for our listeners here, let's start off with a little bit of history about yourself. Uh, Tell me, how did you get into chiropractic?
1: Well, I was uh, 13 years old, and I was suffering from um, Crohn's disease, a little worse than ulcerative uh, colitis. And um, I had every symptom by the book. I don't want to get into the details of it, but... um, I was. In, I went to the hospital, and I was diagnosed with it, and surgery was recommended. And at the time, my father was going to a chiropractor for low back pain, and he asked the chiropractor if he's ever dealt with somebody with uh, Crohn's disease. And he said the only thing he deals with are subluxations of the spine. If there's a pinched nerve in the spine, it could very well be affecting... My intestines, he says, bring him in. And if he has a subluxation or this pinched nerve, then we'll take it from there. So he brought me in and I went to him for um, um, three months. And within that three month period, my colon completely regenerated. And I'm 63 years old now, and I have not had a symptom since. So that's what propelled me to become a chiropractor.
0: So you are actually one of those individuals who had a miracle sort of in your life, and that made you decide that, hey, I want to do this thing and start to share it with other people.
1: Yeah, and you know, when I went, when I went to um, New York Chiropractic College, it was like I found out that 100% of the students in my class was a satisfied patient of a chiropractor, and that's how they also got involved.
0: Wow. I can honestly tell you, now I went to New York Chiropractic College. You graduated in 1980, I believe. I graduated in two years earlier than you, 1978. And when I went there, I was the exception to the rule. Only me and one other person had never been to a chiropractor before in my class. I'd never been to a chiropractor before starting in New York Chiropractic College. But. That's another story. In
1: any case, I'm glad you did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Now, Dr. Spahn, I'm looking at your, I have your website up here. um, And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your appearance on Dr. Oz in in just a few minutes. But you seem to have been the chiropractor to the stars in New York. I I see everybody who's anybody with a picture of you there. Are these people all, have these all been patients of yours?
1: And 90% of them have been patients, um, others I met in different arenas. But yes, I practiced on Madison Avenue for 39 years, up until last year, actually.
0: Wow. Now, I know you, you, there's there's patient privacy, although you have them on the website, so I'm assuming you have permission. Any particular stories you want to share with us about uh, some of these Fairly famous people. I, I see two presidents here, by the way, um, without naming names. But uh, any famous people you want, you're want, you allowed to share a story about or something you want to tell us about with some of these?
1: Well, sure. Um, one of my favorite people is Gloria Steinem. And uh, she was the founder of Ms. Magazine. It started that whole um, women's lib movement back in the day, and she's still very active. And she came to me with um, trigeminal neuralgia. And she had um, three other opinions prior to seeing me that they were gonna drill a hole in her skull and wrap the trigeminal nerve with Teflon to stop the nerve from firing and giving her this excruciating facial pain. And uh, at times she lost uh, the ability to even speak. Headaches, pain in her face. And she came in to see me, and I found that the first bone in her spine, the atlas, was grossly um, misaligned or say, as we call it. And um, after about two and a half months, um, she got such great results, and she actually became like a spokesperson for a chiropractic. I don't even know if you remember. We had her on the cover of Today's Chiropractic, and we did many interviews together. So she went public with this. And uh, to date... I still adjust her, and um, she's become a very dear friend over the years.
0: Wow, that's wonderful! Uh, you know, I'm one of those yeah. chiropractors who practiced in a small town for many years, and my most famous person was uh, a basketball referee for the NBA who happened to live in the town I was in. Other than that, I didn't I didn't get a chance to see too many famous people. Uh, just scrolling through here, man, you just have it looks like dozens and dozens of. Very famous TV stars, politicians, movie people—anything else you could share about some of this, or?
1: Well, um, to date, I'm still addressing more women, and um, I met her when she was uh, in the Will Rogers Follies on Broadway in the early '90s, and she was referred to me, and um, that's what got her through. She would come to me in between shows and jump in a taxi in her uniform, in her in her stage outfit, and come and get adjusted uh, during every show. And um, I adjusted her daughter, Tiffany, Tiffany Trump, since the day she was born. And uh, again, she's still a patient. She comes over with Secret Service, and um, I adjust her. And the chiropractic has become a way of life for them, and as, as well as many other people that you see on the website there. It's been a lifetime of uh, gratitude, and service to these people.
0: And if some of you want to see the supporters and some of the people who've been under the care, the website is CairoTime.com. You're welcome to go look at that. They're on there, so I'm assuming there's a, uh, they're allowable. Uh, you are also was recently on, and we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute, but you were on the Dr. Oz show. You have a long relationship with him, I assume. Um, how did you connect with him originally? Well,
1: originally, it I think his show show was on for 11 years, but about 15 years ago, prior to the Dr. Oz show, um, he he founded an organization called HealthCore, which is an organization to teach um, junior and high school students about nutrition, exercise, and mental resilience. And it's been a very effective program to date we already impacted um, 3, million, uh, three million teams. But the point is that I had three patients from HealthCore, the CEO and a couple of advisors, come to me, and they got such great results uh, through chiropractic care that they insisted that I do a presentation for Dr. Oz. You know, so he came to my office, and I basically gave him. Uh, A new patient orientation explaining exactly what we do and why we do it. You know, that it's all about the brain's connection to the body, to the spinal nerves, and if you have any interruption in any of these nerve signals, symptoms and disease develop. And I was explaining to him that the body is self-healing and self-regulating. And he said, wow, we never learned this in medical school because they were taught to treat symptoms and disease. Never the cause of these things. So, lo and behold, he asked me to write a curriculum, a chiropractic curriculum to teach these students about um, the subluxation, about the spine, the the nervous system, and to um, have the students view symptoms as their friend, that that they have a symptom. They should say, hey, what's causing this symptom? Not to cover it up with a drug, a pill, potion, or lotion. You know? So this has been um, a great honor to me, and we made several videos that the um, teachers use in these high schools across America. Uh, Several videos that uh, they plug them in, and the students actually watch me live, uh, teaching them about chiropractic, and uh, due to this whole um, computer and texting generation, You know, we've had an epidemic of teens come in with um, what we call forward neck syndrome or text neck. So this has also been part of the curriculum to teach these kids how to use a computer, how to use a cell phone without causing severe damage, especially to their neck and lower back from these forward positions. They've been very, very appreciative of this. Prevention is the key in what we teach in the health core curriculum.
0: So you are on the advisory board here and uh, of healthcore, which means you've introduced chiropractic to this healthcore and you've impacted literally millions of students by explaining, by having them be exposed to chiropractic, to the body healing itself, to subluxation. This is a wonderful thing. Uh, tell me a little bit about more about what your role on this advisory board is in addition to what you're doing with this.
1: Well, my role um, on the advisory board is to overlook the curriculum because we're constantly making changes to the curriculum based on how much the kids retain, how much they understand, and um, the trick is that the the more simple we keep it, the more they retain it and they incorporate this as part of their lifestyle. You know, so it's been a very rewarding opportunity to reach literally. So far, over three million students over the past uh, 16 years, 15 years of my involvement.
0: Wow! So, uh, do you also do presentations or programs, live programs?
1: Yes, I visited several schools in different states over the years where they would have me as a guest speaker. Basically, the, the teachers that are involved—you got to understand something about the Braille—we train. We don't call them a teacher. We we call them coordinators. The advisory board trains the coordinator. We hire um, a college graduate. We train them on how to teach the curriculum, and we actually bring our own people into the existing school system. So it's not like a regular teacher in the school just gets his curriculum and they have to teach it. No, it's not like that at all. These coordinators that we hire are thoroughly trained by us, so when they go in, they're doing the presentations exactly as they learned from the experts.
0: Wow, so you've got other people teaching students about chiropractic, that's amazing. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And um, you know, we train the new coordinators, they uh, teach in these health core schools for two years and then they go on to uh, uh, pursuing their, their own professions. So, we are constantly training the new coordinators that come in to teach our curriculum. Again, nutrition, exercise, mental resilience, and um, chiropractic is part of this whole program. Because chiropractic falls under any of these three categories. You know, because the way I explained it as, you could eat well, but if you have a subluxation in your spine, you're not absorbing all the foods properly. The same thing with exercise. You know, you could exercise and if you have a subluxation, you're just making that worse. Or some of these students, even at this young age, can't even do all the exercises because it causes them pain. Again, the light bulb goes off. Hey, maybe I have a subluxation. I should go to, I should go to a chiropractor and have it checked out. And of course, as we both know, the category of mental resilience, I mean, how many patients have we seen that we adjusted and all of a sudden their whole attitude towards life changed? Their, um, their mood changed, their, depress- their depression lessened. So again, we fall into all of these three major categories in the health core curriculum as chiropractors.
0: Now, two of the big problems of young adults and people in uh, junior high school or high school is one, obesity, and two is the over-usages of, of psychotropic drugs. So do your programs, uh, from what you're telling me, seem to have an effect on both of those major crisis areas?
1: Well, that's how Health Corps actually got started, with the crisis of obesity and diabetes in America. And um, that's why we actually started this. That's why Dr. Oz and his wife, Lisa, actually started this program to tackle that with the proper nutrition and exercise.
0: Okay. Is there uh, some realm or some input into the idea of the overuse of psychotropic drugs on children, this rampant ADHD diagnosis, and the use of drugs to control kids' behaviors?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a big part of the curriculum, and it's being addressed as we speak even more now due to the opioid crisis in America.
0: I know there's been a number of studies on chiropractic and the opioid use, uh, opioid use decreasing as chiropractic care increases in a population.
1: Yes, yes, I read, I read those studies. So again, that's made a big impact on these kids with the importance of having a chiropractor check out their spinal column.
0: Now, right on the very front of your website, and I got to see an early version of it and actually got to watch it, you were on just a, a little more than a week ago before this recording here you were on the dr oz show and from a chiropractic standpoint i thought your explanation was spectacular i thought it was short clear and concise explaining our profession to people um how did you get on the show you've been on the show more than once because i have videos uh, on youtube of you on the show more than once how did you get on the show, yeah. and uh, how was it received? I mean, I, I thought it was great, but I'm a chiropractor.
1: <laughs> well, I think this last show was received um, better than the previous show I was on because, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, they 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 give you questions in advance that they're going to ask you, you know, when you're going to be on the show. And, you know, I mean, this time I wanted to make sure that um, the message really got across because in showbiz, you know, if... Um, if um, they don't approve what you're saying, that part of the show gets edited out. You know, So it's always the coin flip of what's going to be on the show and what's not, not going to be on the show. But um, when uh, Dr. Oz's producer called me, I wanted to explain what these clicking sounds mean in the spine when you get adjusted. Um, that, that was um, the major portion of this show, but I said, look... I said, this, that's not what chiropractic is about. I have to explain chiropractic so the people understand what a chiropractor does. You know, it's not just about getting your back cracked, even though those are tiny bubbles at that burst, that, that pop as we adjust the spine. And I explained that You know, there are so many different techniques in chiropractic where you don't hear any of the sounds And, of course, they dramatize on the show, you know, all the sounds and all of that stuff. But I think the message got across, you know, that the power that made the body heals the body. And if you have any nerve interference between your brain going down your spinal column, you know, you're going to have health issues. So we want to optimize um, the patient's healing abilities by having a clear nervous system. And that's called the chiropractic adjustment moving the bone off the nerves and allowing the body to heal itself once again.
0: Now, one of the things you stressed on your segment there on a the Dr. Oz show was that uh, even though some adjustments make noise, noise was totally unimportant for there to be a proper adjustment. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. Look,
1: you know that I practice with my wife, Dr. Lori Smith. We've been practicing for 40 years. She uses non-force techniques, she uses activated technique with a small instrument that goes on the side of the bone that's rotated out of alignment and she corrects the subluxations and I have seen post x-rays from her, post x-rays from me and we get the exact same results. Okay, so I know a lot of chiropractors that pre and post x-ray the patients and I have seen such beautiful results in all techniques in our profession. So it really doesn't matter what technique we're using, the patient's gonna get the same result. And that's what I wanted to stress on the show, because a lot of people think you're gonna to go to a chiropractor and you're gonna get cracked here and cracked etc. That's not. That's not always the case. In fact, it, most of the time that's never the case. So it's safe and effective um, to see a chiropractor and The chiropractor usually decides what technique to use based on the patient's age or the patient's x-rays. So it's safe for everybody to get an adjustment.
0: Now, I would be remiss, uh, in the midst of recording this, we are in the midst of a uh, COVID-19 crisis and much of the country is shut down. It's just starting to open up a little bit here. Does chiropractic, from your standpoint, do you have any advice to people relative to chiropractic uh, in this situation?
1: In this situation especially, the most important thing you can do is make sure that your immune system is functioning up the par. Uh, what controls the immune system? The central nervous system. So it's more important now in this situation to keep your immunity up and get regular chiropractic care. And as far as I know... We're we're essential health care providers, and all the chiropractors I know have their doors open. You know, I mean, we've been busy like crazy in our practice.
0: Do you have any, uh, we're getting towards the end here, do you have any final remarks or, or closing comments you want to make to our listeners here?
1: Well, I just want to let the listeners know that I am privileged to be a chiropractor and work with the power that's within all of us to heal. It healed me. It healed my wife. She was also a patient before she decided to become a chiropractor. And just to be open-minded and respect the above body's ability to heal and go out and see a chiropractor and get checked if you have a subluxation. And if you do, you'll get it corrected, and I promise you your body will be healthier and you will be happier.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Schmatt. I appreciate you being on our program here. I want to thank you for all you've done in chiropractic, in HealthCore, and in helping spread the message of health to the world.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate you calling on me.
0: And thank you all for listening. This has been Health Rants. You have been listening to Health Rants. My name is Dr. Bob Brill, and I've been your host. Subscribe to this podcast and join us for future rants on a large variety of subjects related to health and health care. Thank you for listening to Health Rants. Health Rants is sponsored by Braille Chiropractic. Find out more and listen to previous episodes on our website, www.braillechiropractic.com. That's B-R-A-I-L-E chiropractic.com. The opinions on this podcast are meant to encourage discussion on healthcare issues and are not meant as specific medical or healthcare advice. You should only seek health advice from your healthcare professionals. This has been Health Rants.